0: Welcome to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm your host Jacqueline Sun. I'm a lifestyle YouTuber and health and wellness enthusiast. This is where we will have raw and unfiltered conversations around wellness, self-care, astrology, relationships, and career. Join me and be empowered to become your best self mentally, emotionally, and physically. It's time to manifest your dream life. Hello everyone. I am so, so excited to be recording this podcast today. It's been a long time coming. So many changes have happened and I'm going to update you guys on all of it. So last time we recorded an episode was in January. So that's that was like literally half a year ago. So, so much has been going on. Clara is no longer co-hosting with me on this podcast, but don't worry, guys. We're still best friends. We literally live together right now, and I'm going to share with you guys why we decided to go in a different direction with the podcast, and I'm pretty sure she's going to hop on to record some episodes with me from time to time, so stay tuned for that. There's not really going to be Any strict structure to the podcast uploading for now and I'm going to share more with you guys about that later as well. So first of all let me tell you guys the little agenda for today because I do want to give you guys some structure. So we're going to talk about four main topics. The first one being why I felt compelled to start the podcast again and why I did this kind of rebranding with everything We're also going to talk about how I manifested my dream man and my dream job, which is like crazy and I'm super, super excited to share that with you guys. And third, I'm going to talk about some realizations about my own astrology chart, how astrology has influenced my recent life events, and if you guys know me, I'm like a huge astrology nerd, both Clara and I both, so we like talk about it all the time, I literally talk to all my friends about it, so there's going to be tons of astrology nuggets kind of thrown into all the episodes coming I'm by no means an astrologer or anything, but I just love learning about it and researching and like chatting with my friends who are also obsessed with it. So that's going to be one of the topics that we cover in Glow Radio. And lastly, I'm going to share with you guys how I'm healing from my past traumas and how I'm really developing a healthy mindset because I'm truly someone who believes in having a healthy mind and having that will lead to a healthy body. So I'm all about holistic living. It's really important to nourish not only your body, but to nourish your soul, your mind, and just what you're thinking, your thoughts, what you're saying. I really feel like all that is connected. So I'm going to share with you guys some very vulnerable and very specific kind of events that have happened as of late. So first of all, why did I feel compelled to start the podcast again? And why did I rebrand? So I really missed having a creative outlet. I really missed having something to look forward to. I have a very, very entrepreneurial spirit. I've kind of had this entrepreneurial spirit all my life. But right now, in this time and place, I'm not depending on my entrepreneurial side projects for my livelihood. So I'm not depending on this podcast to make me income or money. It's just kind of for fun right now. Who knows what it could turn into later on. But I really am enjoying that because it takes the stress out of it. I'm going to go into more detail about what I'm doing for work right now and kind of how I came to this place in my career a little bit later in this podcast. But that's a little kind of brief update on that. And I just really missed having a place to speak, to truly be myself. My Aquarius side really loves the freedom to express because I have an Aquarius stellium in my chart, meaning I have three Aquarius signs. I'm not an Aquarius sun sign, I'm a Pisces, but because I have a lot of Aquarius influence in my chart, I do see that come out in different areas in my life. So, yeah, yeah. I love chatting about astrology, so I'm going to keep throwing nuggets like that throughout this whole episode. And I'm just very excited to cover topics that I'm truly, truly passionate about, like wellness, self-care, relationships, career. I feel like before, Clara and I got too into like making the podcast into a business, and we stopped doing it for ourselves. We stopped doing it because we wanted to. We were all about like, oh, how can we... Um, make this into a business how can we uh, have financial gain from this how can we make money from this project whatever and we had another uh another entrepreneurial project going on at that time too and we both recently quit our jobs so we were kind of consumed with that mindset and it didn't feel fun anymore after a while because we stopped doing it for ourselves so that's kind of why we took a break in addition to like the crazy life events that happened. But now I've realized that I really thrive when I'm busy. So whenever I am doing multiple projects at once, I love that. Like I'm a person that thrives on a busy schedule. And throughout my life, I've really been learning to find balance because I'm also a very extremist. I think that's probably like a Virgo tendency and also a Pisces tendency because I do have a Virgo moon, Virgo rising, so I have a lot of Virgo influence and I feel like Pisces tend to be kind of extremists as well. And throughout my life, I guess where I can tell you a little bit about my career, I just remember the time when I felt happiest was right after I graduated university and I started working at my first like adult job. I was working at a fashion company doing social media marketing. And at that time, I was also studying for my personal trainer certificate while also interning at a gym. So I was super packed. I also was in a long-term relationship at that time. I had to balance that with work, studying, and also spending time with family and friends. But that's actually when I was super, super happy. And also, like last year when Clara and I were doing the podcast, we would do the podcast after our nine to five jobs. We would work on the projects literally, like right after work. I would work up until bedtime, and I did love it. But there was a time when it became a little bit too much because I was taking a bit too much on my plate. And I feel like now I've really realized how to say no. And how to say yes to only the things that I actually want to do and if I don't feel like doing something I don't have to force myself to do it even if it's like uh hanging out with an acquaintance or something like if they ask me to hang out if I really don't want to I won't commit to it because life is too short you know life is too short to do things that we don't want to do and I feel like that's something I've truly realized as the years have gone on so that's a little bit why I wanted to start the podcast again because I wanted to add like a side hobby into my life because lately I've just been resting a lot because I've had a lot of health issues. I'm going to go into that more detail later on too. I feel like there's just so much to update you guys that I don't even know where to start. But yeah, I just want to have a little bit of a busier schedule again because I stopped working out kind of since when the whole quarantine thing happened back in February because my health kind of took a turn from there and yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk more about that. So another thing is that I felt kind of lost with my YouTube channel. If you guys follow me, I am a YouTube vlogger. So I love sharing just lifestyle stuff on there. And lately I've gone back to kind of my passion of health, wellness, fitness, just also because I'm going on this huge journey with my health right now. So I felt really lost because I was, I was like scared of putting out content because I was like, is anyone even going to find this interesting? I like to talk a lot. Like, I'm a chatterbox. So I'm always like, oh, is anyone even going to listen to what I want to say and, like, stuff like that? And my boyfriend was the one who really reminded me to not do it for anyone else but for me and to do it because I want to. And honestly, when he said that to me, I was, like, in tears because I feel like no one has really – reminded me of that before. And even though it's kind of something I should have known, I felt like I didn't actually realize it or I didn't actually take it to heart in the past. Because after he said that, I was like, yeah, like, why don't I just do this? Because I want to, you know, I love making YouTube videos, vlogging, almost like a diary for myself, because I like to see how I've grown. I like to see the things that have happened in my life. And honestly, if even if no one watches it, I feel like it's something that I would still do because I love doing that. And I feel like the podcast also falls into that category because Honestly, if no one is even listening to the podcast, I feel like it's a great place for me to just express myself. I love speaking, so I feel like it's just a good creative outlet for me. And how astrology kind of plays into this, so there's two things I want to cover here. My midheaven is in Taurus, so your midheaven sign is like your sign regarding your career And I have a few articles here I want to kind of read just to talk more about it. So my midheaven is in Taurus. And the midheaven in astrology is where you'll find your lifetime achievement awards. It is the pinnacle of the chart where you reach heights and how you're known, your legacy. So this was, I'm reading a little bit on liveabout.com. Let's see another one. So because my midheaven is in Taurus, it means that I prefer a secure, hands-on career that has good uh, good prospects for generating wealth. You're skilled with earth-moving, building, shaping kinds of life work, sculpture, landscaping, gardening, architecture, real estate, antiques, and farming. This Venus-ruled midheaven also leads you to create beauty. You shine when natural skills find a channel in visual arts, decorating, home renovation, performance arts, music, and crafts. You're able to see where the opportunities are in business and make the most of of them, either as a financial world player or investor. So I feel like some of this speaks to me and some of it doesn't. That's the thing about astrology. I feel like not every interpretation may speak to you and that's totally okay, but bits and pieces of it bits and pieces of it may stand out to you more and for here in this article I really feel like I can relate to how it says the Midheaven and Taurus is a channel loves a channel for visual arts decorating music all that kind of stuff I feel like it's everything that I'm interested in and also just for my knowledge a Midheaven and Taurus needs to be secure like they need to have a secure job where they're generating income so that they can relax and I feel like that also speaks to me so much because even though I love being an entrepreneur, when I was so unstable with my income and things like that, it was extremely, extremely stressful for me. And I felt like I couldn't be creative. I couldn't be myself. And that's something I've realized. And I'm so thankful to be in a place where my work is so flexible and I am literally doing what I love to do in my job. But I also have time to express myself in my hobbies And I'm not depending on my hobbies for my livelihood or I'm not planning to quit my job ASAP to pursue my hobbies because I really enjoy doing both right now. Another thing about Midheaven and Taurus I've learned is that They can really enjoy using their voice, speaking, so like things in music, they can love singing. For me, I'm not a singer, unfortunately, but I do love using my voice. I do love speaking, so I feel like the podcast is a great place for me to really express that side of me. Well, another part of Taurus here. So if you guys know Tauruses, they're like usually pretty stubborn. They're a fixed sign. So that usually makes them more stubborn but they're good at following through with things and they love to enjoy the pleasures of life. So they're really good at working hard but they're also really good at relaxing and they like to enjoy sensual things like things that use their five senses. So they love smell, they love eating, they also love like working with their hands so they can love cooking, plating things in a nice way. And I feel like that of me really comes out in my career so Midheaven Taurus is also very persistent I think it's also because they're a fixed sign so they know how to tough it out and they really I guess like work really hard on their career and understand that good things take time so I feel like I've been Like that pretty much throughout my career even though I've been working on my entrepreneurial projects I know that things take time I'm not expecting things to happen in a day or even a year even when I first started like my YouTube channel I understand that these things take time like sometimes they could take like 10 or more years I'm not saying that there's not times where I feel impatient but I feel like my midheaven in Taurus does give me that kind of persistence and never giving up attitude. So that's a little tidbit there. Another thing I want to chat about is your Chiron sign. So my Chiron is in Leo. So the Chiron sign is kind of like your deepest wound in life. And it's where you are sensitive and it's something that you need to overcome in your life. And once you overcome it, then you can help other people overcome the same struggles. So my sign is in Leo, which means that I do suffer from a lot of self-doubt at times. I love being in the spotlight, but it's also like I'm scared of being in the spotlight. I know it's it's really weird, but I I have like a insecurity of not being good enough to be in the spotlight, but at the same time, I love being in the spotlight and I like doing things that... Like, I I don't mind having attention on me. And, like, when your Chiron is in Leo, it can mean that you love to perform. You like to have, like, you know, a personality and talk or sing or whatever, you know, act. And for me, I think it's, like, I really like to speak. That's why I love creating YouTube videos and podcasts. But I do have that kind of insecurity there as well. I'm gonna read another little article here on Cafeastrology.com. It says, Chiron and Leo, you champion standing out as unique, taking pride in yourself, and enjoying life to the fullest. But you can have some difficulties applying these beliefs to your own life. Perhaps feeling guilty about being prideful, bragging, or showing off when you've done well for yourself. That is so me. You might even feel guilty for enjoying downtime. Me as well, doing childish t- doing childish things. Or you could feel inadequate on a creative level. Even though in your head you genuinely believe you should embrace these things. You make a powerful teacher, guide, and motivator. While you're all for the philosophy behind the expression dance as if no one's looking. You have trouble doing so without self-consciousness. And these are the wounds you'd be wise to reflect upon and work through. Oh my god, that last line speaks to my soul. Like, I don't know why I have self-consciousness in that area. Well, okay, I do know why. It's because my Chiron is is in Leo. Um I also feel like it's my Virgo side too because I feel like Virgos do have a tr- do have trouble letting loose. So I feel like it's kind of a mix for both of those for me. But I think that's also why I was struggling so much with continuing with YouTube, with continuing with the podcast because I I was really scared to do it on my own. You know, like my pot, my, I mean, my YouTube channel, it's always been my own thing, but I feel like I go through a lot of like ups and downs with it. Like sometimes I need a lot of reassurance, which I really appreciate right now because my boyfriend is really good at that. My boyfriend is actually a Leo and his Chiron is in Leo too, but I feel like because he's a Sun Leo, he's able to kind of almost help me heal the wound. Like he's really good at reassuring me and just helping me be more confident because I see him being confident and it just encourages me to be confident as well so where was I I feel like I lost my train of thought there but yeah I think that's why I was struggling with continuing with the podcast on my own because Clara has decided to move in a different direction and she is taking like this whole new spiritual route. I'm not going to talk too much about it because I feel like I'm going to get her to come on and kind of explain what she's going through. But it's amazing. I feel like we have had so many healing chats since living together. And I'm just really excited to talk more about it. I feel like there's so much I want to cover, but it's so hard to kind of put it all in one thing. But we got like all the time in the world. So stay tuned for future episodes on all of that. So second topic here, I want to talk about how I manifested my dream man and my dream job. So I don't think I've ever really mentioned this on the podcast much, but I used to be in a very, very long-term relationship. It was 13 years to be exact. So hell, long, I was actually engaged. So it was like super serious. I had never been in like another serious relationship in my whole life. So I really didn't really... Know anything about relationships except for the one that I was in, and nothing to compare it to, and it was just very, very toxic. So, it was, I had a hard time sharing about it, like with even with my friends, because um, I'm gonna go over like a healing moment I had later on because I don't want to go back and forth here too much, but. Basically, it was really hard for me to leave that relationship, even though it was so toxic. Number one being because I didn't know any better. Like, I didn't know how a healthy relationship should look like because that was the only thing I knew. And I thought that every single relationship would be hard. So I was like, why leave this relationship? Because I've already invested so much time in it. But it was just not working. I, I didn't want to give up. I think that's the side of my Virgo moon because Virgos don't like failure. And your moon sign, if you guys aren't too familiar with astrology, is your emotions and your feelings. And it's how you are when you're emotional. And I find that your moon sign comes up, especially if you're like angry, upset, and just not feeling the best. So I have a Virgo moon, meaning that when I'm upset, I'm very, very critical on myself and on others, very nitpicky. And honestly, being a Virgo moon is super, super tough. I feel like it's like my least favorite sign of myself, but I'm learning to embrace it more because there are good sides of being a Virgo. But yeah, so having that made me not want to give up on the relationship and I I just felt like if I left the relationship, we would look like a failure, you know, like all the people around me looked to us kind of being like we were the longest relationship they had ever known. And I just didn't want to lose that reputation. So it was so tough for me. It was like this constant battle in my mind being like, should I leave this relationship? Should I not? Like, and my parents wanted us to get married. And Just like people around us. It was just crazy. And eventually I had this life-changing moment that finally just pushed me to leave the relationship. And thank God I did because that was like one of the best decisions I've made for my life. Because I am so much happier now. I'm honestly like reborn. And I kind of want to go into why that kind of happened. I'm going to take a little astrology. (laughs) tidbit here so basically i'm going to talk about saturn return so every about 27 to 29 years so like about every 30 years saturn comes to a complete orbit so it's kind of like the finishing of a cycle and on december 17th 2020 saturn moved into aquarius So for every person whose Saturn sign falls in Aquarius, you're going to experience a Saturn return, which means that your life is just going to get crazy for like the next three years. And I feel like after learning about this, I was like, oh my God, this is literally what happened to me. I was talking to my lash tech and friend, Michelle, about this. I'm going to get her on a future episode because we have such, such good astrology chats. But anyway, she was telling me about this and... That's why like so many people go through, I guess, um, a quarter life crisis, like after age 25 to 30, you might experience just like crazy things like breakups, career changes, things like that. And now I know that everything happens for a reason, you know, like that's something I've always believed. But after learning about the Saturn return, I was like, oh my goodness, everything really does happen for a reason. So that's kind of why I guess I went through a career change. I went through a breakup and I moved like where I'm living. It's just crazy. So some more about Saturn return I want to talk about. So my Saturn planet falls into my sixth house, which is my house of health. And I feel like that's also why my health is really being shooken up right now because So many things are going on. I'm going to go into it a bit more detail later. But yeah, my health is being shook. And I feel like it's because I'm going through the Saturn return in Aquarius, which is also my sixth house. So yeah, that's like very deep astrology stuff. So hopefully some of you guys are astrology nerds out there or hopefully you find this interesting. So back to what I was talking about. My relationship. So after I got out of that relationship, I was literally so happy. I was like on cloud nine. I went to a trip to Bali with one of my really good girlfriends and it was so fun. Like I've always wanted to go to Bali and I feel like that's something I would have never done if I was still in that relationship. And after that, I basically just started dating for fun, you know. I just got out of a really, really long-term relationship. I had never experienced online dating before all my friends or a lot of my friends have like been on dating apps and stuff like that and I just want to experience it for myself and I feel like because I had such a fresh mind coming into it I really got a good experience out of online dating that's not to say that there were some hiccups along the way but overall I would say it's a very very good experience for me so after that I went through a really really bad breakup after the relationship. So this breakup or not breakup, I want to say heartbreak. This heartbreak was worse than the 13-year relationship because I feel like I was already over the relationship before like leaving it, my 13-year one. So it honestly took me like probably a day to get over it because I was already out. Like my mind was already out. So by the time we broke up, I was like, "Oh my god, I feel so free." Everything was falling into place for me. And at that time, actually, I was really sick with a cold just at the end of my relationship. And I feel like after leaving the relationship, my cold, like, finally healed itself. I'm a big believer in, like, how your mental health really affects your physical health. So I felt like the me being sick was because I was so stressed about my relationship. And it was just, like, a lot of mental negativity and that's how it translated into my body but anyway after the relationship i wasn't planning to get into a serious relationship at all but then there was this weird hiccup that happened i met this guy and i thought it was going very well and i honestly had never felt such a deep bond to someone before and now i feel like it's what i call or what i've learned is called a trauma bond when you guys go through like similar traumas in your life and you just like connect to each other in that way. Because honestly, even to this day, like that was such a deep connection. But it's not something that I would want in my life. Now I've realized because obviously I'm with my dream man now, which I will get into. But this whole world situation, it kind of like hit me by surprise because it didn't work out with that guy that I had the deep bond with. And it was such a bad heartbreak. Honestly, like I can't even explain to you in words because I have never been that heartbroken in my life. I was so dead and I was just like hanging on to the relationship. Even though it wasn't really a relationship, we were only seeing each other for maybe like a couple months. And I really wanted to feel that connection again. I was so sad. It was just not a good time in my life. But After that happened, I decided to write out some manifestations in my journal about my dream man. And I did this because like Clara was telling me that she writes manifestations in her journal all the time. And I was like, "Mm, maybe I should just do that for fun. You know, I didn't really like think about it too much. And if you guys follow me on Instagram, you probably would have seen me post about it. It was like a few weeks ago where I shared my exact entry in my journal. Like I took a photo of it, showed you guys like very specifically what I wrote. So if you guys want to check that out, go follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is underscore Jacqueline Son. So I wrote that list and then I put it away. And then about a month later, someone asked me to be on a date. And this guy, what is now my current boyfriend, we've been seeing each other or we've been dating for just over seven months now. And I don't even know where To start, guys, I might want to do an episode with him later on so we could do, like, a little Q&A, but I'm going to give you guys a little rundown here. So I was talking to him on a dating app, and then we kind of stopped talking. Like, I didn't really continue the conversation because at that time I was still kind of heartbroken over that other guy. And then I deleted the app so we had no contact with each other whatsoever. But I remember during that conversation – We talked a little bit about astrology because that's kind of like my conversation opener with everyone. Like I love chatting about astrology and I love finding out their signs and their charts. So that's usually my go-to in conversation. So we talked a little bit about that and that was about it. So I didn't think about it. And then a month later, I get this DM on Instagram. So he literally slid into my DMs and he was like, hey, Jacqueline, I he he was just thinking about our conversation I, ha- I had with him about how the time you were born affects your personality and things like that. And he's like, I would love to hear more about it. Let me take you out for coffee. And I was like, oh, this is very different. I didn't expect this. And later on, I found out that he actually saw a video of me on the gym that I go to's Instagram account because my gym reposted, something that I shared on my story. So he doesn't even, he, he didn't even follow the gym at that time, but he saw it on the explore page and he was like, Hey, I know that girl. And then he reached out to me and then I was shooketh guys, because he is literally my dream man. And I feel like this is going to sound like so cheesy and corny, but it's like, I didn't ever really know what love was before I met him because I've realized how calm I feel with him, like how secure I feel. There's never really there's there's not really any issues that we have. Like I'm sure there's going to be something where we might have a disagreement later on, but it's been such smooth sailing. I've never had anything like this before. I'm so not used to it because my 13-year relationship, we've kind of always argued and I never really felt connected with my like 13 year relationship, we, yeah, we would argue like every single week and I would literally cry like almost every other day. So being with my current boyfriend, I'm just shook because when we met each other, one thing that I really noticed was that we would finish each other's sentences. He would say the same thing as me at the same time or sometimes I would be thinking about something and he would literally say it. Like, nowadays it doesn't happen that often anymore, but there are still times when he just knows. Like, what was it the other day? I was um, I was getting, like, this backpack online and I was showing him the website and he's like, you got that one, didn't you? And then I was like, how did you know, you know? Like, it's so crazy. I, I want to share more with you guys about it because... I really feel like everyone deserves a relationship like this. Now that I know what a healthy relationship is, I will never, ever settle. (coughs) I need to sneeze. (coughs) Excuse me. I don't know if I mentioned to you guys, but my allergies are so bad today. So if I sound like I have a clogged nose, or if I sound like a sexy man, that is why. (laughs) But yeah, so he literally met every single requirement on my list, the one that I wrote in my journal. Excuse me. I don't even know if I'm going to edit this out because I want to keep it really raw today. My allergies are so bad. So yeah, I met my dream man. It's going amazing. And he's a Leo. He's a Leo with a Sagittarius moon. And a Libra rising. I would have never guessed that I would be dating someone with that combo. But he has a Virgo Venus, which I feel like is really awesome for me because of my Virgo moon, Virgo rising. So I feel like we like understand each other in that way. And yeah, like during my dating period, I feel like I did see some people where I thought that they were exactly what I wanted in terms of astrology chart wise. And, but after I met them, I was like, this is what I thought I wanted, but it's really not what I want. Or, like, I wasn't attracted to them. So, after I kind of let go of that control, like, I think I was, like, controlling, like, this person must have these signs. And once I just, like, let go of that, I found my dream man, you know? It's like, it's it was really crazy. Anyway... So after I did that for my relationship, after I manifested my relationship, I decided that I could do the same for my job and career. So Clara and I want have wanted to live together since like a really long time ago. We would talk about it when we were both still in our long-term relationships. So, oh yeah, she was also in a long-term relationship as well. And she broke up like a month before me. But we would always talk about like living together and just like, We were like, oh, we wish we were single together. And and look at us now. (laughs) We're not single anymore, but we were single for a period of time together. And we are living together. And it's just crazy. We, like, truly manifested that. So anyway, we wanted to live together. And we decided to look for places. So I literally scheduled four appointments in one day, and then we found the place that we wanted to go with. Like we base it like a lot around our in- intuition because we're both very intuitive people, and we just found this place where we love right now, like we're really enjoying it. So at that time, for my work, I was planning to do freelance video editing. For YouTube clients like I was so scarred from working nine to five jobs and I just wanted to be like a freelancer an entrepreneur like that's something that I've always always wanted So just before the move I landed one video editing client Which would have helped me cover the rent and that's what pushed us to move so I was like, okay I'm securing my job now Like, or I have a client at least where I can cover rent. So let's look for a place to live together. Because before that, both Clara and I had quit our jobs. She was being, she decided to be a personal trainer to still earn income. And I was kind of living off my savings for a while. We were still doing our other entrepreneur project, but that kind of fell through. And I was like, I need an income. So after landing that video editing client, I was like, okay, I have enough money to rent together. But then, after we secured the rent for our place, the video editing client for me actually fell through, and it didn't end up working out and Then I was like, "Okay, I need to find a job like now. I need to figure out what to do because I need to pay rent. We already signed the place, and basically, I need to make money so Thinking back, I was like, oh, if I could manifest my dream man, I can do the same for my job, you know. And this time around, I had very, very specific requirements because my career history, I've worked for jobs that either I hated, like the culture was really bad or I enjoyed them, but they didn't make me enough money. So I was very, very specific on the culture of the job, on the salary of the job that I wanted, but not very specific on the industry. So in the past, I was always like set on this one entrepreneur path. I was like, I must be an entrepreneur or I must be a full-time YouTuber. I must be a full-time podcaster. There was a time when Clara and I and our My other friend, Christine, wanted to launch like a beauty business. We wanted to launch a lash business just to make money. But later on, we realized that none of us were strongly passionate about it. So that kind of fell through. And I was like, I still want to be an entrepreneur, you know. But for some reason, something just clicked in my mind this time. And I was like, I'm going to leave it up to the universe, up to God to give me what is best for me. I'm gonna be very specific with what I want in terms of the culture of the job, the people I work with, uh, the the salary of the job, but I'm not gonna be specific on the industry. So after I wrote down that list of what I wanted, there's also a picture of it on my Instagram if you guys are curious. It's super super specific. I wrote down like exactly the salary range that I wanted, like what I want in the job. And then voila, literally my dream job like fell in my lap. So I did have to like work for it. Of course, I had to like send out resumes and I had to put some effort in. But when it happened, it happened so quickly. So right now I am the marketing manager of a YouTube channel online. It's called A Filthy Lot. So if you guys want to check it out on YouTube, go check it out. I can see myself happy here for a long, long time because I feel like it literally meets everything on my job requirements. And it was my dream job. Like, I thought it sounded too good to be true, but I've been working there, like, since March now. So that's, what, like, four months? And it's still been going well. So I can see myself staying here for a while. But who knows what could happen, like, down the road, you know. Life can always hit you by surprise and I might change roots later on. But for now, I can say that I am extremely happy. So I wanted to tell you guys a little bit about my career history and how this kind of manifestation happened. So after university, I worked for a social media or I worked for a fashion company doing social media. And I thought that was actually like my dream industry at that time. But then I found that the job was like extremely boring and just not really what I wanted to do. I also had a big passion for health and fitness at that time, and I wanted to become a personal trainer. So I decided to quit that job and pursue personal training full time. And I did that for I think about three to five years. But that route didn't make me happy. Like I wasn't making enough money to sustain my lifestyle. And I was just really lost about what I wanted to do. So after being a personal trainer, I moved to Hong Kong with my ex and we lived there for about five months. That was one of like the worst times of my life, I gotta say. There were good good parts of it. I did meet some really good girlfriends while I lived there, but that is like one of the most traumatic times of my life. I might share more about it later on, but not going to go into it today. So I moved to Hong Kong and I wasn't really doing anything there like work-wise because I didn't have a permanent residence there and I was just kind of doing YouTube going to events so that was like the fun part but then we ended up moving back to Vancouver because we just felt like it was home here it was a funny story because we came back to Vancouver for vacation but then we ended up just like staying and living here so all my clothes were in Hong Kong and I had to like make a trip there or I didn't have to but I made a trip there when I went to Bali after the breakup to pick up my stuff but anyway so we went to hong kong came back and then after that i got a job doing marketing in a local hotel and that was like one of the worst jobs in my life i honestly hated it like the people were just not my type of people like the culture was so bad i honestly would dread going to sleep every night because i just didn't want to wake up and i didn't want to go to the job so at that time, like both Clara and I were like hating our jobs. And we were like, why don't we just quit? we were literally like, if you quit, I'll quit. So I was like, yes, I'm going to quit. So we both quit on the same day. And we decided to pursue the podcast and our lash business at that time. But the lash business didn't happen. We spent like over a year like trying to plan that. But all the signs from the universe were just showing us like, don't do it. And at the, at the end, I finally let go of it and decided to stop. So, um, anyway, after that job, I was kind of lost for a while. Like I was living off of my savings. I was trying to be an entrepreneur. I was doing like a little bit of side gigs here or there, like on YouTube and social media, things like that, but nothing really sustainable. So that's why I was so, so picky about finding a job this time around, because I was like, I'm not going to settle for something that I hate because you know, your career takes up a lot of your time, like you want it to be a place where you're happy at. So I just wanted to share that with you guys to show you that landing on your dream job happens on the right timing. It happened for me at the perfect timing. It was like when I least expected it, I kind of like gave up on being a full time YouTuber at this point And I was like, I really love YouTube, but I just don't know how it can sustain me. And then now I'm literally working for a YouTube channel where I could make my own videos like later on down the road if I wanted to. So it's just like super not what I expected. And I found that that's kind of what happened with my relationship too. I wasn't really looking for a relationship at that time. I'd gone through the long term relationship, I'd gone through a heartbreak, but I was just like, why not just give this a go, you know? And and then <laughs> to my surprise, it was like my dream man, and then my dream job happened. So I wanted to give you guys some of my own tips on how to manifest your life. Because I feel like since I've manifested my dream man and my dream job, there are a few things that I have learned. So, first of all, if you want to manifest anything, you gotta let go of timeline expectations. I feel like I was I was like kind of at a point where like trying to make like a five-year plan, 10-year plan, you know, like I'm honestly not a huge fan of like having a very, very specific five-year plan, 10-year plan. Like I'm all about making goals and like having a loose plan, but you got to allow the universe and allow God to kind of work as well. So once I let go of the timeline expectations, I was like, Because my previous timeline expectation was like, I want to be a full-time YouTuber in this amount of time. Or like, I better be like self-sustaining in this amount of time. But that like never happened. And right now I'm working at a 9-to-5, which I never expected. But it's so flexible. I wouldn't even really call it a 9-to-5, but it's a full-time job that I am working at. And once I let go of that timeline expectation, things started falling into place. And you also got to let go of controlling a super specific outcome. So for me, previously, I was like, I must be a full-time YouTuber. I must be a full-time podcaster. I must be a full-time entrepreneur. And I was like so, so set on that goal. And it would never happen. You know, I would try so hard to force it to happen, but it just wouldn't. And once I let go of that, I was like, Okay, I don't know if I'm meant to be a full-time YouTuber. I don't know if I'm meant to be a full-time podcaster. I just want to do something that I enjoy. So please, universe, just give me something that I enjoy. And I don't care what industry like it's in. Like, Just give me something that I like to do. And that's when I landed on my current full-time job. Another tip I have is to work on yourself. So I feel like throughout this time... I was really like working on my mindset, working on my spirituality and like working on my soul and reflecting on myself and I feel like all these things happened for a reason. And now, this is kind of sidetrack here, but now I feel like all these issues with my health are coming about because it's like a safe place. I'm in a safe relationship with my boyfriend. I'm in a safe career like because like my workplace is so understanding of my health issues or anything that I'm going through. My coworkers are amazing, my boss is amazing. So, it's like a safe place for me to go over my unresolved past traumas and like I feel like this is my body like purging everything. So, that's kind of a little side note here, but Back to how to manifest. Another tip I have is to be open. You have to be open to receiving. I feel like a lot of people get jaded because they've had bad experiences in dating, in career, whatever it may be, like in health. You could be like, oh, I dated so many guys. All of them suck. Like none of them are what I want. Like when am I ever going to find the right guy? And you kind of like get discouraged and demotivated. So don't do that, you know, like always be open. I felt like even when I was dating, if I was dating someone, I knew they weren't the one for me. I would still kind of like, just have fun with it, you know, and I felt like every time I dated someone different, they would become closer to what I wanted until I found my dream man. So just be open, be open to receiving, be open to the love that the universe has to give. And lastly, I would say trust in the perfect timing. So things happen in the perfect timing always, always, always. And sometimes it can take a long ass time. So you got to be patient. You know, like I started my YouTube channel, I think it's been four years ago now. And I'm still not a full-time YouTuber, but I am working in YouTube full-time right now. So I would have never expected this things happen differently for everyone, like everyone has a unique path. So just trust in the perfect timing. And I feel like the more you let go, the more abundance you receive. I talked a little bit about this on one of my recent Instagram posts. But yeah, you really need to let go in order to receive and I feel like it can be such a hard thing to do. I know because I'm like a control freak, my Virgo moon, Virgo rising likes to control everything. So it's, it's honestly a struggle for me to let go and I feel like it's something that I'm constantly working on. So right now I'm still working on it in in terms of health. So next I'm going to go into our last topic here which is healing from past traumas. So right now as I mentioned before my health is getting shooken up likely due to the Saturn return and also me purging from my past trauma. So I'm dealing with a lot of hormonal issues. I am dealing with adrenal fatigue, histamine intolerance. I had a UTI that brought me to the ER last couple weeks ago. So yeah, tons of things are going on. It kind of started just when the whole pandemic happened, which I'm actually pretty grateful for because even though it's like a crazy thing going on in the world right now, I feel like it's brought me a lot of healing and being at home more, it's just helped me have more time to reflect. And I'm honestly very grateful for this time in my life, even though like the world is crazy, I feel like it's been helping my inner healing a lot. So I was going through so many issues, like in the beginning of uh, the pandemic, I would get like these horrible, horrible migraines, like I've always had hormonal issues kind of throughout my life because I've had a very irregular period. I would miss like four months at a time, even when I was young, like in high school. And I would just get dizzy all the time. I was like, what is going on? I've dealt with adrenal fatigue before after a bikini competition that I did years ago. If you guys follow me on YouTube, you if you're an OG follower, you'll know like all of that in my life. But yeah, I felt like I had adrenal fatigue again, which happens when you're overstressed. And I just felt like so not myself. I would wake up in the middle of the night at like 4 or 5 a.m. That still happens now. Like, I don't feel like I'm getting the best sleeps, but it's honestly a lot better than like a few months ago. And I recently found out from my naturopath that I might have a histamine intolerance, which leads to me being sensitive to a ton of foods, like even healthy foods like spinach, banana, tomatoes, eggplant, avocados, things like that. And uh, that could be triggering my headaches. It could be triggering my irregular menstrual cycles. Just basically like a bunch of things. If you guys want to follow more on that, follow me on YouTube. It's under my name, Jacqueline Sun. I go really in-depth into my health and just kind of what I'm doing to heal and deal with it over there. So go check it out. I want to talk more specifically on how I'm healing from past traumas and a few things that have happened in the last few months. So one thing was that a few months ago, I woke up very abruptly in the middle of the night. I think it was like 4 or 5 a.m., and I felt compelled to start writing. Like I've I've talked about writing a book probably like all my life. And after the breakup, I was like, I really want to write like a novel based on my life, like a fiction novel, but it's going to be strongly, strongly based on the events of my life. And at that time, like this day when I woke up at 4am, I was like, I need to write this event that happened. It was this event that probably happened like six, seven years ago. It was like a friendship falling out I had with a girlfriend. And nothing really bad happened. But we're we're just like no longer friends anymore. And I just felt so like sad about it. It's probably my Pisces side. I'm a Pisces sun and a Pisces Venus. So I like really don't let go. So I felt compelled to write about those events. And then... I felt compelled to reach out to that old friend too. So all this writing, like this book writing, I I don't really know if I'm going to publish it or not, but it's kind of like just a side hobby. side hobby. I'm writing very intuitively. I actually haven't written much in the last while because I just haven't felt the need to. So I'm doing it very intuitively. But anyway, I felt compelled to reach out to that old friend. So I literally sent her a text message. Just kind of like, I've been thinking about you a lot and I just wanted to kind of say like, I was, I'm was i sorry for not keeping up with our friendship and stuff like that. And it was nice to hear from her. I don't expect anything of it. Like I don't expect us to be friends again or anything like that. Cause we're just in super different life stages, but it was nice to just get that off my chest. And I feel like it's something I had to do for my own healing there. And a few other things happened. Oh, so, so many things I actually need to go to the bathroom right now, so be right back. All right, I'm back. Super raw conversation with you guys. I just really had to go pee. So, okay, I'm back. A few other events happened. So one thing is that I've been reading this book, or finished reading this book, called The Universe Has Your Back. It's a book by Gabby Bernstein, and my friend Carolyn actually told me about this book a long, long time ago and then I don't know how it came up in conversation, but I was asking Clara about it. And then she was like, I actually have that book. She had it in her room and then she lent it to me. I liked it so much that I went and bought my own. So this book talks about so much stuff. It talks about like meditations, how to forgive people in your past and let go of things and how like your mental health can really show in your physical health. Like, it's not in this book, but Claire is actually reading this other book called Emotion Code, which I'm going to borrow from her after. But basically it's saying things like you store anger in your liver and you store anxiety and insecurities, past traumas in your kidney and bladder. So that could be why I have things like hormonal issues because the liver is really, um, what's it called? The liver is responsible for a lot of things like hormonal issues and, and, It could be why I got that UTI because I'm holding on to so much stuff in the bladder and kidneys. So I feel like it's like all these things combined. Like obviously I can work on it through my physical habits, but also I can heal myself through my mind as well. So one of the things in the Universe Has Your Back book, it talks about universal assignments. So universal assignments could be things that really trigger you. So if you're in a relationship, it could be a romantic relationship, a family relationship, a friend relationship. If you find that someone is triggering you all the time, even though they might not mean to, it could be because they are a universal assignment to you and you might need to heal that part of yourself or figure out why you're being sensitive to what they're saying and why they're triggering you And once you overcome that, it can bring your relationship to the next level. It could bring you even closer. And I feel like Clara is actually a universal assignment for me. I talked to her about this. I think it's like a few months ago now. And I kind of want to bring her on to chat more about this. But I'm going to briefly go over it with you guys. So I was telling Clara, I was like, there's some things that you say that bother me even though you don't mean to. Like I know, I always knew that it was something within me and that's why I never really said anything before because I was like, this is my own issue. I know that Clara is not intentionally attacking me or intentionally trying to hurt me. So I was like, what is it? And I felt like after reading this book, I was like, these are the words that I wanted to say. So I literally told her about it. I was like, when you make jokes about this this this. I think one of the things was that she made she made jokes about my fashion sense. And I was like, why does it bother me because she's not actually attacking my fashion sense. It's just like a joke. Like it's just funny. So I told her that and then I realized it's because when I was younger, my mom kind of never supported me having a career in fashion. And Like, me and my mom's relationship is so different now. Like, we have a very loving relationship, and I get along with her. I can really share a lot of things with her. We do butt heads still sometimes, but I'm pretty open with my mom now. It's completely changed. But back in the day, we did have a lot of disagreements, and she, I don't even know if she realizes this. I might talk to her about it later on, but she was never really supportive of me having a career in fashion, even though it's something that I really, really love to do but she just felt like it was too materialistic and it was kind of like her pushing this belief onto me and it made me, I guess, really hurt because I really enjoyed fashion and I wanted to pursue it and I feel like because she said that, I it kind of stopped me from pursuing fashion full-time and nowadays it's different. I feel like I've found ways to incorporate fashion into my life, but yeah, so whenever Clara made jokes about that, I feel like it really hit me because of that experience I had with my mom. So after telling her that, it was just like, oh my God, like I feel like it just opened our eyes and then now she's aware of that and it just brought us closer together and yeah, so things like that. And I another thing about universal assignments is that if you don't acknowledge it, if you don't talk to the person that is triggering you, it's gonna come up again and again and again because I feel like I've had previous relationships, like with other friends that I'm currently not really friends with anymore because they would trigger me. Like, I remember I had an old friend, she would constantly make jokes about things and just really, really trigger me, even though she probably did not mean to at all. It's funny, I think, because like, she also had like a Gemini Mercury or something like that and Clara has a Gemini rising so I feel like that like the those Gemini words really tend to trigger me for some reason I'm not saying it is like that for everyone but particularly the two people that have triggered me both had Gemini in them so yeah because Geminis are very like mm, how do I describe it they're very they're pretty direct at communicating they can be like very mean sometimes, even though they don't mean to be so anyway, I felt like I didn't acknowledge the the universal assignment I had with that previous friend, and i I just kind of got mad about it and then stopped being her friend, but then now, because I have acknowledged it with Clara, like I've talked to her about it and. I valued our friendship, so I didn't, I'm, I wasn't going to be like, I'm not going to be friends with you anymore, Clara, because you say these things, so I talked to her about it, and like, we've just both grown so much, like, this journey has been crazy, so that kind of happened, and then another incident happened where I talked to my mom about something, so there's so many things that I'm sure will come up in conversation with my mom as her lives go on, but I was reminded of this one thing when I was meditating. So I felt like I'm I'm still purging a lot of trauma from my previous relationship. Because it was 13 years of my life, which is a long-ass freaking time. And I'm sure there's a lot of things that I need to let go of, including like anger. I need to learn how to forgive both like my past relationship and also forgiving myself. So, one of the things was that I felt like I just needed to forgive myself for staying in that relationship for so long because I was like, oh, why did I not know any better, you know? And I know it's not my fault, but there was this moment where I feel like my mom influenced me, even though she didn't mean to. And I'm not here to blame her. But I was aware of the situation. So it kind of made me understand more and it made me want to talk to my mom. So the situation was that me and my mom used to argue so much when we were younger. And at one point I was like, oh, I really want to just talk to a therapist or something because I'm an only child and I felt like there was nobody on my side. So I would like tell my mom, I just want to talk to a therapist, you know, like why, why can't we do that? And then she said that she didn't want anyone else knowing about our problems because she's like, we should be able to solve it ourselves. And because of that, I feel like that's why I stayed in my 13-year relationship for so long. I didn't talk to any of my friends really about it until the very end because I was very influenced by my mom's words saying this. And then recently I talked to my mom about it. And then she made me remember, I like forgot about this one part of what I said was that I had mentioned a specific person that I wanted to help us and it was like this pastor slash mentor that went to the church that I was going to and I was like, can this person please just like help us in our conversation because we were arguing so much. And it's not that I specifically wanted that person to talk to us only, but it's because They were the only person I knew at that time. I was pretty young still. I didn't really know any therapist or anything like that. And then my mom explained to me, oh, it's not because she didn't want anyone knowing about her problems or anything like that. It was because she didn't trust that particular person that I suggested to speak to us because she didn't feel like they were qualified in these issues and she just didn't trust them, which I feel like is fair, you know? And it was just a lot of miscommunication. And because I was able to talk to my mom now, like years after that happened, I feel like I'm able to understand her more. And nowadays, like when I talk to my mom, I feel like I can probe more, you know, like to get her to explain why she thinks a certain way and things like that. My mom's a Scorpio. So she... It's like a very, very strong Scorpio. I think she has like three Scorpio signs, like a Scorpio moon and a Scorpio Mercury. So it can be a bit difficult for me to come conversate with her sometimes. But after actually learning about astrology and realizing like why she is the way she is, she's like a super, super fixed sign. Like Scorpios are a fixed sign. So they're extremely stubborn and it can be hard to change their point of view. So if she believes something, she like believes it very, very strongly, which I understand now why, because she's like that. It doesn't mean it's like right or wrong, but I just understand her more. So that happened, and I feel like that healed side of me, and I'm sure there's more healing to come in my relationship with my parents, so I will update you guys later on if anything else happens, and... One more thing I want to talk about is something that I'm currently still working through and it's this pressure of not working hard enough. So I don't know what it is. It's like this fear and pressure that I literally put on myself where I feel like I'm not working hard enough. I think part of it could be like my Virgo moon, Virgo rising because that is a tendency for Virgos and maybe the way I was brought up I just constantly feel this way and it's not healthy because even in my work, I like feel like, oh, I'm not working hard enough. My coworkers think I'm lazy. My boss thinks I'm lazy, which is like very irrational because I'm a very, very hardworking person and I've been practicing affirming myself of that because I do have a lot of friends that tell me I am very hardworking. You know, they've seen me bad, like seen me, um, battle multiple projects at once and you know I'm always working so I feel like it's good when I get that reassurance from my friends but I also need to work on changing my mindset and the way I see myself too because yeah like even when I'm sick and I'm like oh I can't work you know I feel guilty or I feel bad about it maybe that's upside of my Chiron and Leo too but anyway, so that is something that I'm currently working on. I have talked a little bit about my about that on my YouTube channel. And the way I'm overcoming it is I'm really journaling. I'm trying to meditate and bring up any past memories that may have caused this thinking. And just digging deep. And once a memory comes up, I'll like really feel those emotions and then breathe and then release so that I let them go that's kind of how I've been working through all my healing too after I read that universe has your back book because she really talks about how to breathe into your emotions and then release them so I allowed myself to feel so many things like not just regarding the pressure of not working hard enough but like what when I'm trying to heal from a previous relationship or anything that happened in my early childhood with my family I like literally allow myself to feel those feelings, whether they're anger, frustration, sadness, whatever it may be. And there's like a lot of crying involved. It just helps me release. And I know there's so much inside of me that I still need to release. And once I do, I feel like my health is going to get a lot better. And that's kind of like the next thing I'm working on manifesting because I have manifested my dream man, my dream job. And I feel like the next thing is my health. So I'm learning to also let go of a specific timeline expectation for that because I have found myself being like, Oh, I should be healed by, you know, the end of summer, or I should be healed by now, you know, but I'm really letting go of that because who knows how long I'm going to deal with these health issues. I still got to live my life. I still going to enjoy myself and do the best that I can and kind of find this balance between being too focused on it and then not focusing on it enough. Like just got to find that balance. I feel like I can also go through a lot of my health and fitness experience with you guys, but I might save that for a later episode, just kind of talking about all the health and fitness challenges that I've gone through, because I feel like there's a lot that I can cover there as well. But let's leave it at that. I feel like this episode has been so long already. I have never done a solo episode before. So please be kind to me because this is definitely not perfect. Not that I'm striving for perfection anyways. I Just hope to see progress. But this episode is likely a little bit all over the place, but I hope that it was helpful for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys listen to the end here, you are truly a champ. You are a champ. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast to stay updated for future episodes. Check my YouTube channel out. It's under Jacqueline Sun. And go follow me on Instagram. You can also follow the podcast Instagram. It's at Glow Radio Co. So check all that good stuff out. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited to continue this journey with you guys. I love you all. Make sure to go leave a review on iTunes if you want to say some nice words because that will really make my day. So please go do that. And I shall see you guys. Or I shall, I guess, not see you guys. But I shall chat with you guys again next time. Love you all. Bye.